Mic check, mic check, mic check. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, D. Alonzo Lang. What's going on, folks? I'm back for another episode of Friendly Folks Podcast. I'm sorry about the delay. I've been doing some debating on uh, if I want to release some episodes I recorded lately or not. This is, yeah, I'm still dealing with analysis paralysis, all right? I'm that type of creative. I go back and forth on whether I want to release the content or not, and then you know how that be. But, you know, hey, I'm honest about it, you feel me? I'm vulnerable enough to talk about it on, you know, the next episode. (laughs) So, um, in addition to that, so this might be the first episode you see. This might be the third episode you see. So, hey, you know, get in where you fit in. But in addition to that, um, I caught COVID over the weekend. I caught COVID for the third fucking time this pandemic. That sucks. I think I caught it from an AKA or a Delta. I was out celebrating uh, Founders Day. Shout out to the women of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Shout out to the women of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. And shout out to the women of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated, man. Hope y'all enjoy y'all Founders Day weekend. You know what I'm saying? It is January 21st, 2023 when I'm recording this. And, um, you know, yeah, man, getting, catching COVID knocked me off of the schedule that I want to set myself on for the year. So I'm um, doing two episodes this weekend. I'm going to record two episodes drop two episodes maybe i'm dropping two maybe i'm dropping four you never know you never know with the friendly folks but um (laughs) you know you're gonna get good content regardless whether it's one episode two episodes four episodes eight episodes 16 episodes and you niggas can keep doubling up from there because that's all we're gonna do we're gonna double up on quality content you feel me you feel me not in what we got to talk about today man so on this episode I'm gonna be talking about so Big Scar Gucci Man situation. First things first, rest in peace to Big Scar. Our brother Alexander Woods, young rapper from Memphis, 22 years old. Very unfortunate, to, uh, you know, hear about his uh, early passing. So before we even get into everything, rest in peace, Big Scar. So we're gonna talk about this some um, Big Scar Gucci Man stuff, and then we're gonna talk about um, Gunna. You know, Gunna's been out here snitching. Well, we're going to discuss whether it was snitching or not, because that's what everybody's doing right now. We're going to have a commentary about what everybody else is doing, too, because you know me. <laughs> and then, you know, might as well get into some updates about this uh, YSL trial. You know, this, this man thug, man, you know, I want to see him free, but, yo, this nigga just refuses to stop tweaking. It's crazy. All these YSL niggas refuse to stop tweaking, man. So, you know, we're going to get into all that, man. But before I get into that... um. I wanted to bring this up because uh, this is just something that I've been flirting with for the last couple of years. I want to join a mosh pit, right? It can be at a Playboy Cardi concert, so it's a little more urban-centric. It can even be at a heavy metal concert. I just want to join a mosh pit with the sole intent of fighting niggas. I, I just want to fight the people in the mosh pit, okay? I posted some videos on my social media uh, last couple days of people in the mosh pit, and it's fucking hilarious. I, I don't understand why, but black people, when they get into the mosh pit, not only do we all have the same universal urge to just say fuck the music and focus on swinging, but niggas get to mosh pits and they do roundhouse kicks. Like, it's crazy. I found two videos that I've seen multiple times, and I'm finally noticing the similarity. It's always a nigga in a white shirt handing out roundhouse kicks. <laughs> like, everybody else is just spinning, flailing their arms and shit, and it's a nigga 
just getting his whole foot off the ground, bringing his boot into somebody else's chin and bringing that motherfucker back down, going back into the mosh pit. And the best part about a nigga being in the mosh pit is don't nobody want to fuck with the nigga in the mosh pit because, hey, why is a black man in the mosh pit to begin with? You feel me? That's not necessarily nigga activities to start off with. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I just feel like my nigganess energy would give me a nice barrier in the mosh pit to let these niggas know, like, I'm really not here for the show. I'm genuinely here to beat niggas' ass. And if you hit me back, we're fighting. I'm not here to mosh. I'm here to fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just had to get that off my chest because um, a lot of people agree with me. I'm, I'm not alone in this. So um, if you also want to, if, if y'all want to get together, organize a little group, you feel me? Find a mosh pit to go fuck up. Hit my DMs. Hit the comments, man. Let me know. Let me know. Let's do some mosh pit hunting, man. But, okay. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into this Big Scar shit, man. Rest in peace to Big Scar. Passed away a couple days ago. And um, it's been a lot of uh, controversy on social media from his family. Uh, there's been a lot of accu- ah, <laughs> There's been a lot of accusations against Gucci, man. Um, you know, it said Gucci Man said he was gonna pay for the funeral and he just did it. They said, uh, Biscar's family, let me move this mic. There we go. Biscar's family was, um, first it started with uh, his friend coming out on uh, social media saying that, uh, you know, Gucci Mane, they wasn't going to show up for the funeral because it was uh, Keisha's birthday. And they also wasn't going to pay what they said they was going to pay on the funeral because they needed the money for Keisha's birthday. Gucci Gucci Mane needed the money, right? And, you know, saying all these things about how, you know, Gucci Mane moving real greasy. You feel me? Like, you're supposed to be the CEO of this record label. You gave our brother, our friend a chance. You know, you were making money off of him, but now... That he's not around to make money for you anymore. You're not here to show your respects for you know him passing, and that's messed up, right? And it goes even further. His sister, um, there we go. Big Scar, ah, Big Scar's sister comes out and says, uh, you know, Gucci Mane is also asking for the 1017 chain back that he he gifted to uh Big Scar. You know, and saying that uh, Gucci already reneged on paying for the funeral. And now they're trying to get the chain back after Big Scar passed. Like, he didn't put the work in to earn that chain to begin with. It was real nasty, you know, for all that to be played out. And a lot of people were joking on social media, like, come on now, it's Gucci Mane. Like, <laughs> come on, it's not St. Gucci, it's Gucci Mane. You know who Gucci is. We, we know this is a greasy motherfucker. Dude. This nigga killed a nigga in self-defense. He's been rapping about it for 15 years. Even in, in the rap battle to end the beef with the man who sent Buddy to, you know, assassinate Gucci Mane. Jeezy. Gucci stood his ground. <laughs> that nigga performed the song about him murdering folks in front of Jeezy's face. Talking about put his ass in the dirt. Like, we know who Gucci Mane is. All right. But you know, 
a lot of people been calling Gucci a clone since he got out of jail because, you know, he really has been trying to change his image, you know, give out more opportunity, stay out of, you know, so much negativity and beef shit. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, his wife comes out to dispute the claims. She posts receipts. She got papers, right? They put down 20K to the funeral home, right? 10K towards the funeral and then an extra 10K towards flowers. So, you know, that's all she really said about that. You know, a couple Instagram story posts, like, stop playing with us. Like, it's bogus for y'all to be speaking so nasty on Gucci's name. And especially when he's trying to do the right thing here. Like, now y'all... Y'all just being greedy at this point and ungrateful, you know, which is very true. You know what I mean? Like, truthfully, Gucci isn't obligated to pay for the funeral costs, you know? Like, it's super unfortunate anytime someone passes away and the burden that immediately falls onto the family to, you know, make sure it works because now bills gotta be paid big scar was right big scar more than likely was the primary bread winner for his family you know what i mean especially with the money he was probably making with 1017 so that source of income is no longer there so and let's be honest like when when people pass away early like it's less likely that there's a will or life insurance in place so you know but that's that's also the kicker to it um after keisha came out with the receipts Big Scar's sister came back flexing money, saying the funeral was going to get paid for regardless. And it was actually 60K, not 20K total. And the issue is that y'all said y'all was going to pay for it fully. And um, she doubles down on this. She doubles down. She goes further. She's uh, She goes on Instagram Live to break it down even more uh, as she's on the way to her job at UPS to fold boxes. And she's saying how, you know, the same things right like we needed 60k for the funeral because that's what it was quoted to and you didn't give us the money you gave 10k to the funeral you gave 10k for the flowers apparently the flowers were more than 10k to begin with and it wasn't like the funeral wasn't going to be paid for regardless this is something that you offered to do yes big scar had life insurance so it's not like we were about to be left out here bogus and we're still set up good so it's not we don't need your money it's just the principle of it, right? She says that she's folding boxes at UPS. So, you know, I I really don't know where it, it stands at that point. You know what I mean? Like, I can understand the disgruntledness, but at the same time, it's like, what, what else are you doing besides being disgruntled? You feel me? Like, it's not like he didn't give anything towards the funeral. Like, he gave something. You know what I mean? But the argument is definitely that he should have been given more, like, I don't know. I don't know. I do shit. What about the pandemic workers who died and shit? Did, did their CEOs pay for their funerals and their funeral costs? You know what I mean? Like, it's it's really hard to say that he's obligated to do that. Like, it you know, it sounds nice on paper, but he's not. And it was a, a kind gesture. You feel me? So then Papa Papa Scar came out, right? Big Scar's Papa. He came out thanking Gucci, saying that he didn't approve and condone of anything that his daughter or Big Scar's friend said because Gucci Man heard Big Scar's music and gave him a chance, right? Gucci Man was the one who really gave Big Scar an opportunity to turn things around. And for a moment, things were turning around. It's unfortunate what happened, but that's life. And 
he said thank you. So now things have gone kind of silent as they should have because it's like what else is there to say about it but it really is just something that is i don't know man it's unfortunate that this is early death is becoming such uh such a constant part of hip-hop culture man and it's like we have we've seen so many ugly sides that come with the mourning process you know what I mean? Like, we've seen people get blamed for people passing away. We've seen people go into civil wars trying to figure out how to properly divide the person's estate. You know what I mean? Like, it's been sad, man. We've seen some beautiful things. Like, it's it's been, like, rest in peace, takeoff, man. It's been good seeing that there's been some solidarity amongst amigos after their public breakup and shit and you know it's, it's super unfortunate that it's shit like that that ha- that causes union it's union and disunion you know what i mean death is a double-edged coin you know what i'm saying so it's like hey man like i really hope that everybody involved in that situation is finding healing you know what i mean really just want to take some time to say rest in peace to big scar you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's really unfortunate just every time someone young passes away in hip-hop. So, you know, I try to make sure that they get their flowers, man. And, you know, prayerfully that all this controversy continues to die down. And, you know, maybe there's some behind-the-scenes reunion, behind-the-scenes olive branches being passed around between Gucci Man and Big Scar's family. Because, you know, Papa Scar is grateful. You know what I'm saying? But, Let's move on to a lighter note, man. Let's talk about the newest rat in hip-hop culture. <sighs> I don't know why snitching is becoming commonplace now. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. It's because rap is rap isn't street anymore. You know what I mean? I'm saying let me let me first preface this. I'm a civilian. Alright, I've always been a civilian. I'm not finna come up here for my move, like I'm not a civilian. You know what I'm saying? I got friends, but I ain't got that. You feel me? I'm not, hey, I'm a civilian. I, I don't do nothing. Okay? So, there are a lot more civilians entering rap. You know what I mean? Like, a lot more people who are flodging on a gang affiliations. You know what I mean? A lot, a lot of rap cap. You feel me? We always knew that Gunna was not a street rapper. First of all, Gunna has never presented himself to be a street rapper. Right? He's always been like a, a dripped out fashion, drugs, have fun, party rapper, right? Like, it's never been hardcore street shit. Like, he just makes good music. But he got hit with the Rico charges as part of this YSL case. And ladies and gentlemen, Gunna is walking free because he accepted the plea deal. He accepted a plea deal in court. And in this plea deal, he had to admit that YSL was indeed a gang. He is affiliated with YSL the music label, but not YSL the gang. He has nothing to do with YSL the gang. And YSL the gang has nothing to do with Gunna, aka Sergio Kitchens. That nigga cooked up his way out of court and got the fuck up out of there. 
with a new bitch. I don't I've never seen anybody get out of jail with a new bitch already ready for them. Like that was crazy. This nigga gonna slid. He be sliding on the tracks and he slid the fuck up out the jail. Slid about the jail, left behind his slat young thug, man. I don't even think I don't even think Gunna can say slat in his, his music anymore. Like that's another like contingency to the shit. Right? So with Gunna snitching, this started a whole YSL civil war, right? Cause it's always it's already been other people in YSL who have taken plea deals. Um Young Thug's brother, Oomfu. Uh I'm pretty sure that's how you say his name. Oomfu. I, I like the song he had on that uh that one album. That uh YSL collaboration album. I can't remember the name of it right now. Um but I liked his uh, solo song. It was pretty decent. And I saw him take the plea. I was like, damn. You know, and a lot of people have been speculating, like, maybe this is, you know, some kind of secret YSL plan to, you know, get certain members out early. And, oh, you know, this doesn't hurt Thug. Like, this Thug, Thug told him he could take this plea deal. Like, you know, there are some charges that Thug's going to go ahead and take. But I don't know, man. The fact that it's a YSL civil war going on, Makes me think that <laughs> it very clearly was not discussed or planned at all. You know what I mean? It seems like a very individualistic move. You know what I mean? A lot of members of YSL were going on social media, you know, not directly referring to Gunna or the situation, but basically letting their feelings be known that snitching is snitching and ain't no rats in YSL. That nigga is not my slat. You know what I'm saying? No rat slat type shit. You feel me? So, you know, it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy because... <laughs> I think we all knew Gunner was probably going to snitch at some point. Right? Like, like I said, man, Gunner is not a street nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, you never never really was like i remember i saw some footage of that nigga doing some some school raps he did some raps for his school about being a good student and keeping maintaining his academics not cheating in class how how the fuck you go from not cheating in class to popping percocets and all this other type shit nigga you went from being a straight a student to dropping foes in the sprite like what the fuck what happened what what happened? You you went from not cheating on your chemistry test to fucking up your body chemistry with Percocets. These niggas is crazy, man. These niggas is, is these niggas is not who they seem to be. These rappers are not who they appear to be a lot of times, man. But you know, a lot of people have been debating about whether Gunner's been getting canceled, and I've been seeing like a lot of social media posts saying like. This artist unfollows Gunna. Meek Mill unfollows Gunna. Young Lil Baby unfollows Gunna. Young Thug's sister unfollows Gunna. Polo G unfollows Gunna. Polo G saw that shit and was like, nigga, I was never following him to begin with. I don't fuck with none of you rappers. That's been established. Like, this is business. You feel me? Like, and shout out to Polo G to keeping it real. Like, Polo G is one of the, the real rappers. Like, this is business. All right? Like, these niggas are not cool like that for real for real like just because niggas got money and niggas be out in the club together getting drunk that don't make motherfuckers friends like how many times do you really get to know somebody drunk at the club right even if you spending all your time with these motherfuckers drunk at the club 
what does that really do to bring y'all closer? You know what I'm saying? Like, life is all the moments in between, too. You feel me? But even with that, like, it's just business. Like, Gunna makes good music. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are a lot of niggas who are going to stay through to the street code. You know what I mean? Like, we've already heard some uh, some subtle disses from Lil Durk. You know what I mean? What happened to Virgil? He probably going to tell type shit. But I think there are a lot of niggas who still aren't going to care that gonna snitch. I, I think a lot of listeners, you know what I mean? Like, rap isn't so... Street politics don't hold as much weight in rap anymore. You know what I mean? For better or for worse. You know what I'm saying? So, it's a lot of niggas who aren't gonna care that he snitched. And they're still gonna get him for a feature. I'm trying to do features with him. And a lot of his fans are civilians. Like, Gunner's, Gunner has a lot of pretty women who are his fans. Okay, do you, he, he literally left out the jail after snitching with a new bitch. You think he's hurting? I don't think he's hurting, for real. I think he'll live. You know what I'm saying? I think his career will be a little different. Like, I think he'll definitely have to transition to being like a pop rapper because he was, you know, on that street rap side. But it's like, look, man, you made your money. You feel me? And this is this is how the tables turn. Like, you chose, you chose your side. You feel me? Now we just got to see how things go for Young Thug. So let's get into the YSL trial updates. It's only one thing I really want to talk about. Well, two things, two things. One, only eight of Thug's charges stuck. This is a state RICO, not a federal RICO, so it's a little different. I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not going to sit up here and act like I know what the big differences are. But what I do know is that he didn't get stuck with all them charges. They tried to stick him with. So, you know, maybe you didn't have to snitch, Gunner. Maybe you could have did a little bit of time. You know, built up some street cred. I hey, hey. My stance on it as a civilian, my stance on it is this: if you gonna do dirt, you can't, you can't throw niggas under the bus who you did your dirt with. Especially if you wasn't the nigga to initiate the dirt. Like you jumped onto the train. You know what I mean? Like that's fucked up. That's real fucked up. Cause it's like. Damn, everybody can do their dirt together, but only one of us can get clean? Wow. That's fucked up. I'm probably still gonna listen to Gunner's music. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> well, a lot of you on the sliders. But, hey, man. <laughs> that's, that's definitely a notch on his character. You feel me? It's gonna be funny seeing Gunner in interviews if he does any interviews after this. But, anyway. Right, so Thug only got eight charges. And... He almost picked up another one. This nigga, Young Thug. Thug tried to get a Percocet handed to him in court. Like, it's not all these cameras and all these police officers constantly watching. This nigga, he got, he, he got charged for being handed a Percocet. He got innocent already. Already. Young Thug might have the greatest lawyer team in the world. Okay? Because it's no way that this nigga is just constantly 
evading all of these charges. Like, this was on cam in 4K. Like, the officer took the, the Percocet out of his hand. <laughs> that nigga didn't even get a chance to sniff the perk. It was already gone. You know, he claimed he didn't know he was being handed a perk. He thought he said it was just a handshake, and, you know, I guess that's how he got off with it. But it's just like, damn, man, like, what? How much of a fiend are you, G? Like, bro, you are in court right now. Shit like that, like, that's like a desperation move. That, that makes me think that, like, they know it's going to be a little bit of time. At least a little bit of time being done. Like, they can't get away from everything. Or any of it. Shit. Still eight charges. Like, that's 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 got some weight to it. You know what I'm saying? So, maybe it was like this nigga trying to get one last high. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, why would, you, why would you incriminate yourself like that? You know what I mean? Like, we be out here chanting, free thug, free Bobby, free these niggas, free that nigga. I'm all for freeing these niggas, but can we free these niggas with some accountability? Like, bro, you made the money. You can literally pay for the best rehab possible. Like, just, bro, just drink and smoke. Why do niggas have to keep doing designer drugs? Like, we get so much money. We have so much money in the hip-hop community. But we don't take advantage of all the resources that rich people have. Like mental health resources, substance abuse resources, financial literacy resources. You feel me? Shout out to her, man. Like, G Herbo is a real example of self-improvement and, you know, self-accountability. You feel me? Been trying to kick the perks. He kicked the lean. He's been honest about that. Like, you watch his interviews, man. Like, I love watching Herb's story, man. Like, how honest he is about that shit, especially with what happened to Juice World. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like it's it's really unfortunate to see shit like that because we've I've always kind of joked around about Young Thug's lean addiction. <laughs> like I remember when that nigga was posting pictures strapped up to the fucking IV of codeine and getting codeine injected directly into his veins. Like that that's some fiend shit. That's some fiend shit. Like what type of Yo, like, nigga, are you paying these doctors to just, like, that's what's really happening, man, like, and these record labels are enabling it, man, like, these record labels are getting troubled, talented, black youth, right, getting record deals, getting them signed, getting a couple hit singles, walk the band, keeping all the money to themselves, and then giving them money and funding these illegal things that they know can, they eventually can be caught up on. Because they're going to take out of their funds for the legal fees and the medical fees. The doctors just need to keep these niggas alive. They don't need to make sure they're healthy. They just make, need to make sure that they're not dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, because how, how the fuck do you even get that shit configured? A lean IV? How the fuck you get to walk into the IV? Who thought of that? How did you think of that? How did you think of that? How did you think of that shit, nigga? That's some real fiend shit, man. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm still a little congested. Shit, maybe I need a codeine IV. <laughs>
that shit. Free thug. <laughs> I'm standing on that. Free that nigga, man, but. <coughs> really do want to see some healing in the hip hop community, man. Because all these situations, more of the story is pain causes people to do strange things, right? Big Scar's family is hurting because they just lost a loved one. Gucci Man and Keisha are hurting because they feel like their name is being thrown under the bus. Big Scar's dad is hurting because he just lost his son and he's trying to express some gratitude and he's seeing everyone just going to turmoil. All this stuff on social media and shit. You know what I mean? Like, all the families being affected by this YSL Rico and, you know, the money being frozen. You know what I'm saying? The bonds being betrayed. You feel me? The It's crazy, man. Like, the state of culture is shifting. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, it's why I see it all unfold. So, you know, gonna be an interesting year definitely gonna be an interesting year man make sure you stay tuned with the friendly folks you feel me i'm trying to produce regular content yeah i know what we covering over here the culture with a little bit of cannabis too you know what i'm saying advocating for the culture one blunt at a time you know what i'm saying make sure that you leave a like comment subscribe share holla at your friends holla at your loved ones make sure you call your loved ones too Give him, give him a phone call, man. It's 2023. You feel me? Don't don't let technology make you think that that text message is okay. Let them hear your voice. You never know what that might do for them. All right? And yeah, man, I got another episode to record. Uh, I think I'm recording tomorrow. Or maybe later today. You never know. Might be feeling on the road. But hey, I'll catch you on the next episode, folks. Peace out.